welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Happy 2023, Tyson. It is the new year. New year, new us, new me, whatever you say. Yeah, Jazz have not lost a game all year. They're the best team in the league. Did anyone play yesterday? (laughs) I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> hey, happy new year, everybody. You guys are listening to Jazz Beats. Uh, I have, as always, Jackson, and this is Tyson. Hey, thanks for coming back. It's a new year. I'm glad you're still listening to old podcasts, so that's good. Yeah. You have every excuse to, to quit and like revamp your, your listening strategies yeah. or whatever, and if you're here, we appreciate it. Yeah. And if you are new to listening, welcome aboard. This is the greatest 30 minutes of your day. <laughs> Um, we we have written down some goals. Speaking of New Year, yeah, that's a good point. Um, some jazz beats goals. We do, any personal goals you want to talk about, or we pass that. We're uh, not that close yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I I do think it would be fun to, you know, one of the things I've wanted to do is watch jazz in different arenas. And in 2022, you and I the first time I've ever done that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Cool. So I was able to travel. We went to Denver. And watch the the jazz play there. Our first hard loss, I mm-hmm. feel like, of the season, mm-hmm. um, the one that really stung. But uh, I I think I'd like to do that again next year. Th- so th- this, this year. year, this year, I think it would be good to watch the jazz play in another team's arena again and make that maybe a reoccurring um, yearly thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I know the answer, but where like first, where's your sight set first on where you would be? You got you to think realistic as far as geographically. 100% the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, you know, it's for a long time, it's been the Staples Center, which is now the Crypto.com. Oh, weird. I hate that. Uh, yeah, that is. That was my guess as far as for you. Yeah. You've, talk, you've tried to convince me multiple times to yes. go to LA. So many times I'll walk back into Jackson's office and be like, so what are you doing? In like it's Thursday. <laughs> yeah. What if we were to drive to LA right now? Uh, they're a time an hour behind, so we would make it. Um, but I gotta say, lately we're, we're saving time by driving yeah, west. Yeah. Lately, watching games, and, it, and 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 it could be because they have probably the best home record in the league right now. But the Golden State Warriors arena seems to be always have an incredible. And it's an incredible show, like, the, and I just feel like that might be creeping up there in in first or second place okay. with L.A. What about you? I think Warriors would be a high priority. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it much. I'm thinking who's closest to us. Denver, yeah, we Phoenix. went. We could go Phoenix. That would be an easy, the next easy one. Yeah. But yeah, that would that would probably do it. Warrior, I would love to go to the Warriors, but like you said, Staples Center, I'm calling it that. Um, Portland would be fun. Um, and that used to be the Rose. I have no idea. Okay, I don't know what it is anymore. We yeah. should do that. Let's let's set a game or a. Okay. We're gonna. That's a goal. Okay. New goal. New goal. Um, <laughs> our our goals within the podcast. Um, we are gonna be consistent this year of one episode a week. We've done that so far this season. Um, we're gonna continue to do that, which is awesome um just brightens up your week yeah it does our fans like the consistency especially our number one fan for this week a mr tracy frank nielsen yes uh out of the 84701 zip code shout out to tracy 
We know you're listening. So, and we know you're all listening. We appreciate all of you. So that's why the consistency is one of our goals for the year. And then our, our second goal, probably the more exciting one, is we have set a goal to have two guests this year that are from the jazz organization or, or involved in the, in the games, in the basketball, not, not just like an arena employee. Right. It's not going to be the guy taking your $15 at the parking space two blocks away. Not that guy. Well, that's not part of the goal. We, we can still have him, but, <laughs> okay, but it's not going to be a check in the box. So we're talking players, coaches, staff, staff, analysts, broadcasters. They need to be, it's, it's their role is directly involved with the actual game itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. And if you guys were listening like three years ago, we had a goal to have Royce O'Neill on the podcast and we, we called we f- his agent every week <laughs> for almost two months and, um, I'm just, it's got, hard. It's hard work. I'm yeah, got ghosted pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, good times there. We need um, to get back into that. That was fun though. Yeah. Before we get into the last few awesome games <laughs> or lack of awesomeness, um, just a reminder: All Star voting is going on right now. Vote right. Markinen in the All Star game. We, he needs votes. Um, he's he's got a good chance. There is a chance, and and uh, but there isn't unless the fans go out and do their part. So we've really got to pull our pull our strong jazz fans together and make it happen. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about is is our rookie Walker Kessler. Okay, and where he ranks in the league on blocks, and compared to our previous block leader Rudy Gobert. Okay. And okay. Interesting. Has, has he been a surprise? He's been a surprise for everybody, but uh, where where does he stand with you? Like, where does Kessler honestly rank his, in the last? And we've started playing more poorly, but in the last three weeks, his minutes have definitely increased on the floor. Um, and I I don't think anyone on the floor thinks of him as a threat, offensively or defensively. So uh, it's a little humbling for a lot of the players who who he shuts down. So it's been fun. I mean, and he's had some blocks and then run all the way down and get the layup, um, winning it on the defense and earning it and just getting it on the like, – those are my favorite. For Does him. his block – so where he sits, he is third in the league in the entire NBA That's in incredible. blocks this That's year. Incredible. I, and probably averages 15 or 20 less minutes than those top guys, That's which is that's, crazy. That's important to note when you're achieving – that high of a standard with less time um per just minute. just to compare he's averaging 1.8 blocks per game in about how many minutes did we say he was 18 getting? 18 minutes at, at average yeah um gobert is averaging 30 35 minutes and at 1.3 blocks per game wow so less blocks in twice the minutes nearly double the the performance there right um does part of his success blocking is it like you said people aren't um afraid of him yet like they don't really yeah. see that like because you gobert I, he had an effect in the post people yeah. would see him and turn back around yeah and i think those should count towards like a stop on the defensive end an but, intimidation block. yeah so is it just the <laughs> fact that nobody is like afraid to go after him that he has more opportunities to get blocks or i think his timing is excellent i think yeah. he's a lot longer and bigger than people give him credit for in there right the one on the against the heat when he blocked bam twice in the same possession yes he blocks him once coming coming late and, and recovering and then i think bam got his own rebound and thought man screw that no i'm going back up 
He's not going to block me. I'm not. I'm not taking that crap from him. I think he thought he rookie. was going to be able to beat him to the rim. I do too, and he blocks him again, and right. it was awesome. Um, so I, I don't know. I've loved Kessler every minute he's on the floor. He's exciting to me. I think it's because he has a baby face. I think that's what it is. So, so people are driving in. They see Baby Walker uh-huh. and are like, yeah. instead of Texas Walker, they're like Little Tykes Hoop, Little Brother, yeah. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, what's what's Coach Hardy doing on the floor? I'm gonna go dunk it on him. <laughs> Holy cow, this guy's way taller than Coach Hardy. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I don't think that anybody's. Ex- I don't think we've gotten less than what we've expected. I don't think any would say that he's underperformed. His uh, not year. at all. So I think that we should be supportive of him and happy with his performance i mean he's not the guy who's going to win or lose the game for us but uh i think that what he offers and what we return to him our roi is great absolutely because if you remember the trade it seemed like he was just like a throw-in for gobert you know just just an extra first rounder that it just looks good on paper and it's just going to put ainge over the edge i mean that's what i thought that's a lot of people thought yeah like hey we're going to give you a seven foot guy yeah, and we'll we'll give you another center because you're giving us a center. We'll give you another center just to to make to make it match on paper. Right, right. So no, he's been great. Um, go ahead. Nothing. I was just gonna say another okay. guy that I, Fontecchio, he had that game winning dunk, and then um, got sick. And is that is that what it's been? He missed a few games in a row. I've and been wondering. Okay, so I thought he was injured, but he was sick. Okay, uh, and he hasn't quite been right since he hasn't gotten back. a lot of time either though like he's and i'm wondering if that's why if he's still re- in recovery from from being unwell but he's uh, he's a player that i like his he's his energy on the court i just really enjoy him i i know he just catches and shoots threes every single time yeah i think his uh, average time okay. of ball in his hand is like half a second that's interesting because he just stat. he that just is shoots a very <laughs> interesting stat i am going to record on the next game that he plays in, I will let you know how many <laughs> seconds he holds the ball in relation seconds to how... Seconds per m- touch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Seconds per touch and seconds per minute. So how many okay. seconds he actually touches the ball while playing in the okay. game. That'll be an interesting one. Um, speaking of minutes and guys not getting reps, Taylor Horton Tucker has also gone down in minutes. Again. And it seems like those minutes are going to Rudy Gay. Why? I know jazz fans in general are are not pro Rudy Gay. Why is that? Just, I think it's the eyeball test. Just watching him and some of the looks he gets. He's he's not an excellent shooter. He doesn't contribute. Uh, he doesn't fit our style of play. I think more than anything. Okay, one on one, Horton Tucker versus Rudy Gay. Who you got? Well, Rudy Gay's just gonna pound it inside into the post. He's 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 probably got him by thirty pounds, and so you're, I'm gonna take Rudy Gay. Really? Just because of pure size, and I don't know. And and one on one is in the half court, and you do, speed does not matter as much in the half court. But in the effort, who's oh, oh yeah, pu- who's gonna put in more effort? Tucker, Tucker, and so that's who I always bet on the guy who puts more yeah. effort in, Sexton or. The guy he's up against. I'm going to put money on Sexton because okay. he's crazy. Okay. You don't know. It's like a wild card. <laughs> I, I'm not happy with the shift of minutes towards Rudy Gay. I would rather see Horton Tucker on the court. I'd rather see those minutes split between Horton Tucker and Vanderbilt. That's how I'd want it to be done. Okay. Um, I was reading that a lot of people are thinking Rudy Gay is on the the trading block. 
and we're looking to get his value up by playing him and proving to other teams that he can contribute to maybe a, a championship contender. A lot of these like veterans, um, solid veterans go to these championship teams because that's what they're looking for. And the team is just sees a guy and sees his, his pass a little bit and sees, Oh, he can make a shot every now and then we can play him for 10, 15 minutes and contribute in, in small doses. I think that's what we're trying to prove with Rudy because I don't see why him being on the floor helps us much. Well, it's a bold, bold strategy, Cotton. I hope, <laughs> it, I hope it works out for him. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. I, I do believe that there's a little bit of that that happens. I mean, this in the end, this is a business, and they need to make the most out of their ROI. Same old thing. They just got to get the best out of everything, and they have their sights set pretty high for the future. So you got to look at everything as a play, as a chess game, you know? They've got to make their move to set value where they think that they're going to get the best eventually for the for the team. So it'll be interesting to see if, if he leaves. But then I guess that means you're keeping Horton Tucker? Uh, I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, if you're not showing adding value to him, that means he's a right. guy that's going to stay on your bench. Maybe. Interesting. Um, we've lost the last four games by an average of like three points. They have been close. Is it the fourth quarter that we lose it, or do we lose it earlier in the game? Um, I, it could go either way. I feel like some games it was the fourth. I think it was against the Warriors where we shot horribly in the fourth. Um, yeah, we lost the fourth by 11 points, yeah. and we lost the game by five. So we were up six going into the fourth. Um, I think same with the Kings. No, the Kings, we won the fourth. Anyways, I, I think it's I think it's during the game. Okay. More so than anything, but uh, I mean, we've officially lost more than we've won for the first time this year. For uh, yeah, for the first time, which is disturbing, right? I mean, we've had such a great run. I mean, the original in October sixth of twenty twenty two, the odds for the Utah Jazz was twenty four and a half games winning the entire season. That's okay. how bad they thought we were going to be. And after our ten and three start, where did you expect us to finish? Thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. Okay, now that we are 19 and 20, where do you see us finishing? Because so we've only won nine games That's, in our last yeah. 30. Gosh, I don't ever rip, don't tell don't <laughs> tell anyone that. That is really disturbing. Uh, yeah, I'm still thinking 32 to uh, yeah 32 to 34. Okay, so you're still on that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I expected a drawback second half of the season. I expected. Um, that uh, you know our wheels wouldn't turn as fast as they were all season for the first little bit there. I'm gonna say thirty, give or take one or two. So I'm more optimistic. I, you than are. You? This is a first. What the hell? Heck, <laughs> what? No, really? Um, I'm shocked at that, Jacko. You really think we're gonna lose? We're only uh, gonna we're only gonna win eleven out of the next thirty games. I mean, the more games we play, I I just keep seeing us. This is us. Like I've said this for the last three weeks. This is the team we are. It's not that ten and three start. It's not that that zero and four week. It's not that zero and or one and six time or whatever. It's it's where we are right now, and and it's one out of every three games. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, it's gonna be okay. Is it getting tougher to see the Jazz lose? You always said, oh, if we win, it's a win. If we lose, it's also a win. When we're losing four in a row, like we are right now. Are you still like, yay, that's a freaking awesome. We're going <laughs> to. I'm not as excited as when I see the Timberwolves lose. 
because I know that draft pick is ours. (laughs) So um, for me, it's getting easier to tell you the truth. Like during, after we went 10 and three, seeing those losses after that, that Denver loss was big, one of those three games. um, I think those were harder because it was such more exciting and we could see the potential and it's like, maybe we could be uh, a playoff team this year. Like it was exciting. And I think those losses were harder than these last few for me at least. Right. Cause we are getting closer to the end of the season. We are getting closer to the draft. And like I said earlier, it's, it's kind of a win-win year for us. Yeah. Interesting. I I, I can tell on your face. That's not how you feel. That's not how (laughs) I feel. I, but but I do think for Jazz Nation, I do think that uh, the losses are not as hard. I think there's a little bit of expectancy for the season to go this way, and so standards might be a little lower, and that makes the games uh, that we lose a little more tolerable. But four in a row, uh, I don't want to have to have that too many times. Um, we're going to talk about the games coming up soon. Um, but before we get there, we do have a quick word from for our sponsors as well as our favorite segment, my favorite segment of the episode, Know It or Blow It, coming up with... Mr. Todd Albrecht. It's ex- pretty exciting stuff. What's your second favorite segment? Um, I like the <laughs> the intro and closing music is great. <laughs> is that because you made it? It's because I don't have to listen to my own voice. <laughs> oh man all right perfect i'm looking forward to both of those things (laughs) okay coming up soon hang in there guys thanks for listening always as you guys know we are big supporters of DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba and right now new customers can bet just five dollars pre-game money line on any nba team to win and get 150 dollars in free bets if that team wins right now everyone can do this. Anyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays or as you know our personal favorite, flash draft. Oh, flash draft. <laughs> the flash draft by the way is just like a quick hitter. You have 15 seconds to make a choice between yeah. a, three players and it's like I don't I don't know, it's super exciting. My blood starts pumping yeah. and you got to make fast decisions. It's a lot of fun. If you're on like like anxiety medication, not ideal, maybe. It uh, it's better than if you're off anxiety medication though, <laughs> well right? Played, right? Well played. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. So listen, if you haven't tried it yet, download the app now, sign up with the code TBPN, place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do, that code is TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Really fast. We'll speed that up later. (laughs) Um, It's time. It is. Really quick. One more shout out to our studio sponsor. We are here at Fizz in Richfield, Utah. I am trying another new steamer today. It's a delight and it's cold outside. So if you're looking for a hot drink, I highly recommend my favorite spot is Fizz. Check it out. All right. We're going to give Todd a call. It's time. Right away. No one blow it. See if we can get him on the line. Do you want to go ahead and explain the rules to him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how we go. And you normally do that, but... This is like a tryout for you. I don't know if, if I'll make the cut. Come on, Verizon. Get your get your stuff figured out. We're also sponsored by AT&T and T-Mobile, <laughs> who are the lead competitors anyone, for Verizon. Anyone that's not Verizon. <laughs> I'm picking up a signal there. Yeah. There hey, he is. Hey, Todd, how are you? 
Great. How are you guys? Good, good, good. Todd, this is Tyson and uh, Jackson with Jazz Beats, of course. And you're on our favorite segment known as Know It or Blow It. Are Great. You? We're excited. We're just down here at the church playing a little pickup basketball, and I have one request. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I, I've got a little uh, 13-year-old nephew that says that he knows a lot more than I do, so I'm going to maybe have him help him if it's not against the rules. We're going to check with our administrative team real quick. Um, so oh, they're, they're <laughs> waving through the window that that's going to be approved. So this is our first <laughs> dual team participant. Well, maybe between the both of us, we know about nothing, so it probably isn't really cheating. <laughs> Okay, well, let me explain some of the rules to you. There's three questions we're going to ask you. They start off easy and end hard. Uh, they get more difficult. Now, if we come to a question that you want to skip, just say skip, and we'll come back to that, that question, okay? You have okay, to, is, it, is it timed? There's no time. There is no time. Okay, um, all right. However, We just you, charge 50 cents a minute, though, <laughs> yeah, is the only thing. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to Verizon. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> now, there is a stinger in this. If you miss one, it's you lose. There is no yeah. room for error here. And if you lose, you're the worst jazz fan of the week in the world. And if you get it right, you happen to be the best jazz fan. You own that title. Wow. Okay. I, I, I don't know if I can handle the pressure. Here we go. All right. Here we go. You starting us off? Okay. Question number one. We, we try to ramp up difficulty, like Tyson said. Question number one, um, Carl Malone, big-time jazz guy in the 90s, ha was famous for a signature dunk that he did describe and act out that dunk. We'll take your word for it that you you're acting it out at the time. Okay. We our our eyes lit up on this one. We, we both knew this one. Um, it would be left hand behind the head. I did this actually in church ball about a year ago. I don't know if you remember Tyson. I didn't Lies. quite get that. <laughs> yeah. Left hand behind the head, kind of strike a pose dunk is what he called it. Uh, and are you acting it out right now? Um, I went. To, I'm in the gym right now, and I went to it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, I am the best I can with the phone in my hand. I did it. Perfect. All right, we'll Perfect. accept that answer. That's a very did a great job describing it. Okay. Okay. Talking about Malone's in between the years of 1990 to 2000, there was another player that played on the Utah Jazz roster with the last name Malone, not Cara Malone, but another Malone. What was his first name? We know this one, too. Jeff. Did you hear that? Say it again. Jeff. My name's Jeff. Yeah, baby. Good job. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. And we do have one more question for you. We went way back to the 90s in the first two. We're going to go uh, mid-2000s now. Um, in 2006, 2007, it was the best year the Jazz have had as far as the postseason goes um, since those 90s days. Um we did go to the conference finals that year. Name five of those rotation players on that jazz team that went to the conference finals in 2007. Okay. Who's the point guard, Maddox? You remember? Uh, Brian Russell? I don't think so. Say it. Say it. Try it. Brian Russell? So it was, oh, no, 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 no. So it was about 14, 15 years ago. I have a jersey of him. They were, has a jersey. they were blue we got, jerseys, predominantly a blue jersey. That, that baby blue jersey yeah, was that era, yeah, right? that's right. I have it. I'll give you I a, think we're going to have Darren Williams. Darren Williams, that's okay. the one. There's, There's one. one. You baby, got four more go. of those. You're on the right team. <laughs> okay. Carlos Boozer is number two. Okay. Good. You got three more of those rotation guys. 
Andre Andre Kirilenko. You got three. Oh. He's killing it right now. Oh, he, he needs some help, but he's not getting any. <laughs> well, I mean, we you got, did answer the other two, right? Oh no, he answered yeah. the second one. Yeah, you got to pull your weight here, Todd. Okay, well, what do we got? We got to come up with two more. And they do not need to be starters. Anybody on that roster? Who Who is their big man besides Boozer? Who is their center? I don't remember. We don't remember. Holster tag? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a pass on that one. Holster tag was gone by wow. then. Okay. All right. Well, we, we uh, might be out. That was my only help, and I blew it. Okay. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. The, our center was a shooter, one of the one of the great big men shooters, and he would oh. he would put his fingers like he was – like like money, his, yes, his nickname was Money was, Man. Uh, he was married to Miss Turkey, right? We <laughs> yes. <know that> one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Mammut Okur. Thanks for the help, guys. Okay, there's four. You got okay. one more. Do you got one more in you? I'm trying to think. We we might be done. We got four of the five. You got ten seconds, uh, Maddox. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> How about one more hint for Maddox? Okay. Appreciate it. Um, one of these players up until the last couple years was a broadcaster for the Jazz. Oh. Matt? Matt? Well, we're going to go on. guess Matt Harpering then. Did I blow it? Winner, winner, chicken Survey dinner, baby. Survey says Matt Harpering was on that team. Good job, guys. Wow. <laughs> Good, pretty good. Not you, Todd, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah, other, your 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 offspring there or whatever. He did a good job. Yes. Now that was back when did Hot Rod Hundred did did he still announce back then? Did he still announce the games? I think he was doing the radio still back then. He was doing the radio. Okay. Yep. Well, I've I've got uh, what I don't know if this what our demographic here is, but I, I've got one for you guys now. Let's see if you. Oh, this is a first. Wow, I love okay. this. Okay, fresh it, song. Okay. We will we will be pausing the podcast, finding the answer, and adding it to the. No, go ahead. Well, go ahead. okay. What is the worst thing Hot Rod Hundley ever said while announcing a basketball game? I'll give you five seconds, and I'll tell you the answer. And you have to remember, you have to remember, he always gave his players nicknames, right? A lot of times. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this I don't, might need to be. In my mind, Hot Red Hunley only said great, amazing things, yeah. and there was never okay, a yeah. worst. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, remember when Jay Humphreys and Jeff Hornacek played together in the backcourt? We were listening to a game, and he said, "Hump has horny in the corner." That's that's amazing. <laughs> he he literally said that. We all looked. Oh my gosh! Did he really say that? Anyway, I don't care if this makes the podcast or not, but I thought I would let you guys we know, know about that one. If only Sexton and Gay were also on the team. Only Hot Rod was, was announcing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! And I'm gonna I'm gonna regress and say that was not the worst thing he said. That's okay. one of the gra- one of the all greatest right. things he said. Okay. All right. Hey, Todd. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, hey, listen. Do you have someone in mind that you can call out or give a shout out right now by name that we can put on next week's podcast for the segment, Know It or Blow It? Who do you got in mind? Boy, we were thinking about this, and uh, right now I, I, I probably don't. I had in mind a uh, an 85-year-old client, an older lady, that uh, I prepared her tax return. I thought, oh, Jerry Glee would be great, but I, I'm not sure that I dare do that. So right now, I'm probably not going to be able to help you. 
Well, Jerry Gleave, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. <laughs> okay, she, she never misses a game, and uh, when she comes in, we just talk uh, sports while we're doing her tax prep. So talk the jazz. So okay. I, I may we may I may get her number and get it back to you guys. As long as you're not breaking any client privileges information, <laughs> we're good with that. And I think she, we would really enjoy having her on. So. Whatever okay, we gotta I'll, do. I'll reach out to her. Okay. Okay, thanks, Todd. Have a good one. Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, you got four or five new listeners here. We're going to start uh, tuning in more regularly. Thank you very much. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll see Bye. you. That was fun. That kid did great. That kid was awesome. He was uh, 13. Did he say 13? Yeah, we need to have him on the show. Yeah. Just get That would be fun to get a perspective on maybe the Mitchell stuff going on, because I feel like the youth have had such a... Yeah. A close tie to Donovan. They've been a qui- he's been an idol. Yeah. You know, really for a lot of young kids. That'd be fun to hear from him and his perspective of the trade or or just the current jazz team. Yeah, let's get some thirteen year old boys on the podcast <laughs> and eighty five year old women as well. <laughs> so, We're just trying to broaden our demographics <laughs> a little bit. Do it. I love it. Uh really quick, we gotta talk about what's coming up. You're a coach, Jackson. You you coach a high school team locally. Let's say that you're coming up against the Utah Jazz. And you've got to pick a a strategy to win the Jazz, a weak link in the Utah Jazz. What is it? What is it that other teams are doing that's causing the Jazz to lose? What is it? What's your strategy to make the Jazz go five losses in a row? I'm trying to figure out what it is that's causing the Jazz to lose the games. So, as a strategist and as a coach, what's your method? We talked a little bit about this before the episode started. You and I. Yeah. Am I okay to you kind of? Gave yeah. the idea out. Yeah, and we both agreed on that. It. Do it. Let's go. Um, well, what was our success at the start of the year? I think Coach said it. It was it was kind of chaos and run and and yeah. just catch people off guard. And I think that also hurts us on the defensive end lately. Is teams that are fast, teams that run the floor. You look at the Kings. Darren Fox is one of the fastest players to ever play. Um, you look at who else did we play? The Spurs. Tons of young talent, yeah, yeah, and and they push the ball. You look at the um, the Warriors. Steph was out. They had a bunch of young guns in there, plus Clay and Draymond that just ran the floor. And then they put up 100. And then you have the Heat, who even just on the last play, you see Tyler Hero go coast to coast and dribble through three guys and make that shot. So I think that hurts us is our defensive transition. Um, that and. When you're when you're not making shots, which which sucks to say, sure, and every team sure. can say that you don't make shots, you don't win. Um, it's a make or miss league. You've heard that a lot of times, and it sucks that that's true, but it is. So so there's some defensive issues that we've got to work on. I think so. Is you look at the saying? score of those last four games. Uh, the Spurs put up 126. <laughs> this is funny. I'm looking at this now. The Spurs, the Kings, and the Heat all put up 126 points. Each team. Each team. Exactly 126. Exactly. And you look at our, I'm going to try to find our average um, opponent's score, but um, that, that seems like it's way too high. That's, a, that's extremely high. That's, that's how many points we were scoring at the beginning of the season when we were number one in the West. So after, after those four losses, after those big scoring games, our average defensive game is 116. So I assume that would be even lower before those four games. Right, right. So when teams are going above the average, that hurts us. Yeah, interesting point. Well, that's good. So we've put that... We've pointed out some positives. I mean, Walker Kessler has been great. Some negative is the Jazz need to pick up their transition, their downhill defense, get back and set up uh, quicker or find a way to foul without it being 
uh, that what's that uh, new file that they have? Oh, the, the, the clear path or no the 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 transition one. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. That's tough. Um, and our foul shots haven't been awful, but they could have won us a game or two. So that's something else I think that the Jazz can focus a little bit on. Um, and then Clarkson just needs to just feel more comfortable. I don't know. I just want to see him be himself again. I, I just I just don't feel like he is lately. On the offensive end? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's mostly defense. Uh, Markkinen has been killing it on the offensive end. He's had 30-plus games for the last little while. Um, but, yeah, it, it does seem like we are not as comfortable and we're not enjoying embracing the chaos like we were at the start of the year. Right. They did interview the locker room after the four-game losing streak, and they said that the players are still in high spirits. Uh, there's still good connection there in the locker room despite the losses. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this. It doesn't last. If you keep losing games, uh, no matter how good of a friendship or comrades you are in the locker room, you, you get a bit crabby. And, and the, if, if we lose our chemistry, we're, we're screwed. We're only going to win 24 and a half games this season. Not, not only that is if, if you even, even if you play well during those losses and it's like, man, we played so hard. We were making shots. They were making shots. It was a good game. The ball just didn't bounce our way. Right. You still have too many of those and you start to demoralize the team. Absolutely. So it's, it's imperative that we get something rolling here or we're going to lose both of our, our strong points, really. You know, yeah. our young players with a lot of energy and our morale. So those two things have to stay up. So big games coming up. We Before we go on the road, we have the Kings at home for maybe a little revenge game that we lost the other night. That, how do you see that going? Um, I think we can win that game. I think, I think we, we should. The, I think we win that game. We're coming off four losses. We're itching for a win. Um, and it's a team that's that's beatable to us. Yeah, um, for sure. And then we go on the road. We go to Houston, who we are one and one against. You remember those back-to-back games? Of course, yeah. Um, to Houston. Then we go to Chicago for maybe another revenge game. We were 0-1 against them. And then to Memphis Grizzlies, who we have actually won two games against. So it'll be interesting to see how we do there because they are rolling. Morant is unbelievable. He never If he plays the night before, he's on top 10. The next day, every yep. time. <laughs> uh, it's a dunk or a steal or a pass. He's so fun to watch. He is so fun. So four big games coming up. We are on the road, um, but we got to have at least – we got to have two of these. For sure. I like it. Let's do it. Let's plan for two. Two of these wins. At least. Okay. We'll take two. Hey, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You have been listening to Jazz Beats. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah. Let's catch up next week. Let's, that was, this was fun. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>